The film and TV show is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Films. TV. Film. TV. Film. TV shows. Film. TV. Film. TV. Film. TV show. Film. TV. Film. TV. Film. TV. Film. Television. Film. Film. TV. Film. TV. I love this film. And we love it too. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Film and TV Show with me, Richard S. Uh, and Alex as well. Hello. Hello. Um, we need to change it at some point and, and add and, and Alex and at the Alex. bottom. And Alex at the bottom. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. A little, uh, yeah. little appreciation yeah, we'll goes along Absolutely. Um, and we're joined again for the second week running by Jazz, but she's not in Pokemon Jasmine. mode. I'm going to call her Jazz because it's, so, <laughs> Jazz it's, just, it's just so cool. It sounds so cool and hip. You know, but yes. So, so Jasmine is joining us again um, after last week. But we're not doing Pokemon today. We're doing Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to jump on the bandwagon um, that most other radio shows and podcasts of our ilk have done. Probably in a slightly different way from other people's reviews. Yeah, we don't so much as review it as kind of just talk about it and rip it to pieces. Mm-hmm. Well, no. If we talk about <laughs> if we're talking bit. about Ghostbusters then that's just like a full-on... Well, there were still a few issues I have with Captain Marvel. Yeah, well, we can go over Yeah, those. we'll, that's, we'll that's cover these. Fine. Oh, we, yeah. we can cover those. Um, what I was thinking is that we could maybe do uh, like a, a Netflix special on uh, the Madeleine McCann one. Oh, my God. I, I this, knew so that uh... was coming up. Oh. Whoa. Okay. This is going to... Yeah. But we're not going to. But, but you know, hashtag they did it. We're coming um, up to 300 <laughs> subscribers, back down to 200. Yeah, hashtag uh, they 3, did 000. it. Yeah, well, it's the numbers. fine. Yeah, but we know they did it. Um, everyone, <clears> everyone, <throat> everyone knows it. Low-key, yeah, I'm with you there, bud. But yeah, absolutely. At the same time, mm, yeah, hey, look, awkward. Look, we never shy away from controversy. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Captain Marvel uh, we'll be talking about, which is a recent Marvel film. Did you by any chance see the um, the little f- uh, uh, infographic that I put up about the Marvel films? On our Facebook Ooh, page, uh, the, where the, the, way, the order, the chronological order in terms yeah. of time to watch it. Now, a lot of people um, have co- mentioned and commented on uh, Twitter that it's great, but you've got all the like the, the mid-season credits and mm. end of film credits and all this, that, and the other. Not to mention well, now it's going to be like what, how many hours? It would be ridiculous, but it'd be so worth watching in a different order. Yeah. And I actually, I, when I saw it, I thought, do you know what, that would be good. I didn't overthink it, but like, oh, well, you know, Nick Fury's going to be totally out of, and it's like, who cares? Just watch it in, mm. like, in terms of the years in which the films are set. Yeah. Where it doesn't matter, but chronologically, they tie up. Yes, the uh, the Marvel um, bits at the end won't necessarily tie up, mm. but who cares, right? There's Yeah, there's... And there's some issues all over the place. But um, it would be great to watch it in that order. Yeah. Looking at it, I think it'd be great. Although a lot, a lot of people are like, can we just go over Hulk and Thor, The well, Dark World, and just skip over those? Yeah. Oh, Dark World is like the worst film I've ever seen. Terrible <laughs> film. Yeah. Terrible film. Thor, the original one. Yeah, it was great. All right. Pretty good. Ragnarok yeah. is phenomenal. It's yeah, my Rag- favourite Marvel. Yeah, but you see, Ragnarok uh, suffers very much from Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, the Deadpool syndrome. It wants to be Guardians. 
It yeah, it really wants to be Guardians. But um, I think without it, it would have been really difficult for Thor to have meshed with the Guardians in Avengers Infinity War without without that comedy uh, induction yeah. almost. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're you're right there, but it it just it suffers from Deadpool syndrome. I think they try to to mm. be, but uh, but anyway, and James Gunn's back for Guardians three. Yeah, that's only because he was oh. doing DC films, and and uh, they were like, oh, shit, yeah, right, no, we need to bring him back. Yeah, which is one of the first times we've ever heard about that with Disney taking yeah. a decision back, which is really good to see. It's great. It's great for continuity. I yeah. think in terms of how the films are going to look and feel. And actually, I'm going to have to say that Dave Batista is probably a big reason as to why he's back, because he was one of the most outspoken in terms of oh, yeah. uh, his upset that James Gunn was fired in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good credit on him sticking to his guns. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice. I get it. Gun. <laughs> oh, God. And on that, yeah. then, let's move on to Captain <laughs> Marvel. So... Um, so new, it is a new, the new film from Marvel, and it effectively bridges the gap between yeah. Infinity War and Endgame. Mm-hmm. I don't think it really does. See, do you remember if you go back uh, a couple of months when we were talking about what Captain Marvel will be like, and we were like, oh, I wonder if she's stuck in the quantum realm, uh, mm. blah, blah, blah. Um, just... Just a little caveat, by the way, we are going to give spoilers. So if yeah. you haven't seen big, Captain big Marvel... Um, then go and watch it, then come back and listen to the podcast. Or get spoiled. Or get spoiled, yeah. And if you're listening live, <laughs> then uh, you really have no choice. Uh, you can just switch off. It's up to you. you no, you don't know. switch off. No, it's up to you. not going to force people at gunpoint. No, whatever. Gun. Anyway, gun. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I know. But anyway, yeah, so it, it kind of... I need the soundboard. It kind of bridges the gap between Infinity War and Endgame. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of sidestepping that man and the wasp, I think. Yeah, doesn't really have anything to do with that. I was really thinking it would be something to do with the quantum realm, but I think they needed to do an origin story. Like I didn't know what to expect from Captain Marvel. So wasn't it technically an origins film though? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why they needed to do it because yeah. Yeah, we wanted only... to know where she came from and what it was all about you know what I, mean? I had a few bugs with the whole origins because like right off the bat she gets that stuff absorbed into her and it's not really made clear what it is what it is and if it's toxic to humans and if so why is she the only one that can absorb it or are they saying that anyone could have absorbed it well yeah it's very it's very open-ended i mean um when you my issue with it is that She's already got these powers, mm-hmm. right? And then it flits back to not so long ago. Yeah. And it's not really an origin story as much as this shit happened, this is where you are now. And it was literally brushed over. It was very much, oh, you know, this is what happened, blah, blah, blah. You got zapped by the Tesseract and the mm. um, the light speed engine. Uh, but we're going to control it anyway. mm um, and I didn't. It just it bugged me that a lot more didn't go into Carol Danvers as as a person. It was more <laughs> Vers. Although you know, there's been a lot of hoo ha that it really shouldn't have been Carol Danvers as Captain Marvel. It should have been anyone know, else. Well, <laughs> well, well, Carol Danvers is Captain Marvel, like in the comics. Well, she's Miss Marvel to begin with, then Captain Marvel. Yeah. So that is her character, but there are 
other characters also called Marvel. Yeah, um, which is a Cree, which is a Cree uh, captain, sort of thing. Yeah, ish. Uh, it's different in the comic books to the movie. They did have some significant changes from the source material to the actual. I thought that as well. Thing and also, it's not uh, another issue. The Cree. What color are they? Are they human color or are they blue? Well, yeah. Again, and this will and, and this will tie in with. Um, with Guardians one because mm. it has Ronan. Ronan. Ronan's back. Ronan's and back. I think that kind of spoilt it as well because as soon as he was there, I was like, "Oh, create bad guys!" Like straight away, like there's yeah, there's because... no um, sort of middle ground where you're like, "Ah, oh, but do they have a good reason for trying to persecute the scrolls or something like that?" But I don't know. I mean, I thought that like it could be possible that Ronan had been a good guy and then had a reason for turning, so it could be yeah. an extra movie potential, for example. He is described as a bit of an extremist in in Guardians, the original. It's like yeah. even the Kree don't like Ronan um, because he goes to extremes and he's a terrorist. Um, yeah. But at the same time, there was just it was nice to obviously have his character back and see a little bit more from him. And we what didn't he really did see. Well, it wasn't too much, but still, it was more. It was more Darth Maul hologram <laughs> yeah. than than actual Ronan time script. No. Dig, Digimon Honsu or, or Jimon Honsu. Jimon Honsu. I like to call him Digimon. That that guy is that that guy it's is so he's like, <laughs> he's like one of those guys that is just in a film and you just think, oh, I know that guy. Yeah, he's in like loads of He's films. in loads. He's a he's a great support cast member. Mm. Um but yeah, I mean it's it was a nice little twist that the scrolls weren't actual bad guys and what they were trying to do was to, to save themselves mm-hmm. as opposed to to kill the, the Kree. And I think it's it it was it was good to see it from that perspective that you're expecting it to be, oh hang on a minute, these guys are you know, the Kree are the good guys. When really it's kind of the other way around. Yeah. So it was nice to see it from that perspective. But then you see Ronan and you think, uh, yeah, mm. these guys are dicks. Yeah. And she's blatantly been lied to. And What yeah. did you think anyway, Jazz? I mean, my main problem was how did she know what a kettle does? She couldn't <laughs> remember anything. How did she know what a kettle does and to heat it up? That, that was literally my Is, main problem. With that it. was your main problem? No, it wasn't. But like, literally, I was sitting in the cinema like, why? How? how? <laughs> yeah, how do you know to flick the switch on a kettle? I mean, there's so many inconsistencies in it. Let's let's be honest. Um, there's so many things. I mean, let, let's mm. start with uh, let's start with the storyline. Okay. Is it? I mean, it's not a story. I'll just point it out there. It's a retelling of events. A story actually goes uh, so far as to explain uh, why something happened, not what happened. And okay. I really felt as though this movie just told me the events of. Uh, how Carol Danvers became Captain Marvel. End of. And how Nick Fury and Coulson. By the way, it was great to see Coulson yeah. back as well. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Uh, but how they they kind of come up with the Avengers Initiative and yeah, but it was all just how it was like questions that sometimes didn't need answering, like the whole eye thing. They made jokes about that in the movie, like intentionally, over and over. And yeah, I thought that was just a a cheap play almost yeah it was, a, it was an easy cheap shot to have at Samuel L. Jackson's um, Nick Fury 
because obviously you know we know him as not having an eye an eye or at least like a really glass eye or whatever it was yeah. and the fact is that i some of my favorite movies are the captain america uh trilogy i i guess you would call it because winter soldier really built up <laughs> you're shaking your head she's sitting there shaking I'm her not head not a captain america fan <laughs> well the way i thought like first avenger was and was again an, a bit of a non-movie for me like it was nice to see uh that all realized from the comics into live action but it again parts of that movie really bore me i just felt like it didn't really make any sense it was kind of oh here's all this stuff oh and we're gonna add some extra like action scenes for the sake of it i always fall asleep before that last bit because yeah it just doesn't really seem to fit it, with it yeah and but i thought winter soldier with the russo brothers and then civil war afterwards that elevated the hell out of the movies to me i felt like up until that i felt marvel was declining a bit because you just come off the back of ragnarok and and uh age of ultron yeah which wasn't a great avengers movie um, no, that was that was a terrible movie yeah and to have the winter soldier sort of just amp it up and basically do a jason Bourne with superpowers is the best way i can describe it those movies were really really strong and now i can't remember the point i was making the thing about um, civil war though it does feel more like an avengers film than yes. a captain america film yeah. which i am more than happy with yeah like, that's fine by me <laughs> give me more avengers films that's i think that was probably the fine. the main point of of civil war is to to kind of blur the lines between captain america and and the avengers but um what was that going on about before just trying to make you've a just point. gone off on a complete tangent and even forgot Damn what it. um to do with captain marvel uh, the storyline that it wasn't a story it was yeah and i agree with you i don't think it was a story it was this is what happened this is how she got the powers this is how she was the sort of first superhero oh, yeah. as such so yeah with with captain america's story in the winter soldier it's okay what happens um captain america uh finds his friend uh and has to uh bring him back somehow why does he do this because he's his best friend and there's no sort of explanation in uh in captain marvel as to why do you suddenly want to save the scrolls it's quite clear that you've been joining in the sort of hunt for them well yeah she must have and suddenly she must have killed quite a few of them yeah and then as soon as she's confronted by uh ben mendelson's uh scroll which i can't remember his name talos talos yeah uh suddenly one word from him and she's like oh okay I'll, I'll change sides i wonder if it's more like because she'd been spending more time kind of on earth that she'd got like found her human side mm. and one's human side is more likely to be empathetic and sympathetic so whether it's something to do with that but then mm. she did also have the uh the, the sort of flashbacks to um to the the scientist uh lawson yeah wendy lawson who is marvel um and and i think that kind of helped as well the fact that when in that particular scene where she says, "Oh no, they're the enemy," and it's the Cree, I think that kind of yeah made her made her see. And obviously, she was having that dream where it was Talos coming towards her when it, actually it was Young Wog. Yeah, who uh, Jude Law, by the way, is terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 he is terrible as, not, as Young Wog. I mean, Jude Law generally doesn't put in a good performance in. 
He's so wooden. Yeah. I liked him in is it Enemy Enemy at the Gates. Yeah. Yeah. But I was but very young when I first saw that, so <laughs> even then like He's not a bad Dumbledore. Oh, I suppose, but But he's not a great Dumbledore either. Yeah, exactly. He's one he's of like, those people oh, you could recast yeah. and you'd be fine with. Yeah, he's heavily me- mediocre, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He is very meh. Um, but in terms of uh, again, another problem I had with Captain Marvel, her power is ridiculously high. Right. Like but, super powerful. Right. So let, let's just let's just put this to bed, right? She is the most powerful being in the universe. In the entire universe. So far. Because she literally has the power of the universe and the cosmic um superpowers basically. Yep. But how? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I know that she was that with a tesseract. And why? Well, yeah. Exactly. But it's I know maybe that it's just because she's worthy, like rather than giving us an answer, we're supposed to kind of just speculate, but maybe it's just the Look, same. Look, she's with... not a Green Lantern, all right. <laughs> and she's not Thor either. She's no, not worthy like the, of... Uh, oh, God, there's the idea. Green Lantern. Oh. No, there's, there's the idea that um, <laughs> she can... I think... I can't remember where it came from. It might be an advert or something. But um, she can, like, pick up Thor's... Yeah, which hammer, is implied so like... in this new trailer because... He's obviously summoning uh, the new one, Stormbreaker, and I'm guessing, yeah, I just, yeah. She did not look the same either. That was very confusing. <laughs> yeah, she did look a little bit different there, didn't she? But the thing is, with lifting up the hammer, the concept is you have to be 100% sure of yourself, like that you've done nothing wrong and that you are fully worthy. But she's murdered scrolls. Exactly, and she's not regretful apparently <laughs> she's just like oh okay yeah, um, she's not I'm very still mournful worthy. about it is she but in saying that you know how how and why right mm-hmm. i don't understand how can the tesseract which is um the uh, oh it's the space stone you know yeah. what it reminds me of what's that star wars ray she's just powerful because yeah that's it. Just because. Congratulations, but, Disney. You've done it again. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I don't. I don't understand because in the comics, it breaks it down as to how she gets the power. But for me, in the film, Tesseract, faster than light engine. Boom. How does that constitute cosmic powers? It's not like she was attacked by something in space that was cosmic. We've seen um, Scarlet Witch. Her powers are derived from the Tesseract as well. Uh, and she's not as strong as Thanos. We've seen the item inside the Tesseract, which is a soul stone. Uh, it's not a soul stone, space uh, stone. Oh, space stone. Uh, that's embedded in Vision, and he is not as powerful as Thanos. So how in the hell does mixing one soul stone with a faster-than-light engine create a what is essentially a god? Yeah, because she is literally nothing short of a god because she can, she can fly. In space. In space. And that's not easy. She can shoot these big ass powers out of her big ass rays out of her hand. She's super strong. She's super strong. She's super quick. She can travel through time. Mm-hmm. Uh, she can also clearly hold Infinity Stones. Yeah. So that must make her at least some part of her DNA at least uh, relatable to uh, a god, much like yeah. Um, you Quill. Can, yeah, you can understand that. M- Maybe let's say that the Cree blood, uh, because Ronan can also pick up a, an Infinity Stone without yeah. 
um, dying. Let's but he doesn't actually that, pick up the Infinity Stone. No, he, he embeds it in his it's hammer. He embeds it in his hammer. So it's different. He's not physically holding it. Yeah, a bit but like it, the Infinity Gauntlet, yeah. technically. But it's implied yeah. that Carol Danvers can actually just hold physically it. hold it. Is that because she was like pure human that then got infected it's by it? Because she's a whammon. <laughs> Probably. Uh, skipping over that part. Um, Respect the whammons, guys. Yeah. Absolutely, but it it doesn't make sense from the film's perspective. In the comics' perspective, it does, but in the film, it's very cotton woolly. Let's just skirt over that yep. fact. Uh, Skirts and, right over it. And bam, you've got powers. But do you know what? We're going to control them with a little chip in your head. And you know, it's it's like the line from Jurassic Park. She didn't earn it either. It's not like she gradually built up to it, like. Like with all the Spider-Man origin films where we've seen him learn his powers and yeah. develop it. It's just like she's got them and she knows how to use them. Yeah. I guess the thing that kind of got me, you know, the whole time, I can't remember what Jude Law's character was called. Yon Rog. Yon Rog. That guy. Um, he was saying to him, oh, you need to control your emotions first. And as soon as she lost <laughs> her emotions oh. was when she suddenly managed to... And be able she, to control everything. And suddenly the acting also took a bit of a hit and she was like, okay. I mean, her acting wasn't phenomenal throughout the whole thing. That's right. But, you yeah. know. See, it's, she... very, it's very mixed, I think, with Brie Larson. Um, you know, she looks good. Yeah. She looks great in the, in the suit. It, it, you know, it looks like Captain Marvel. I mean, yeah, but she's very blonde woman in this, in that suit. But she's very, she's very hit and miss. Some parts of the film she's good, and some parts she's really not so good. And it's like, it, please do your impression. Oh, so did you see the original, like the first trailer that came out of Captain Marvel? Yeah, you know, there's that big line that's like, "I'm not gonna fight in your war. I'm gonna end it." Yeah, yeah. and she just, she was awful at it. What? Oh, sorry. So it was, uh, "I'm not gonna fight in your war." I'm gonna end it, and it it's sounds, like that's that's not impactful. We don't think, wow, she's amazing. She's gonna do all this. It sounds she's... like she's gonna flick the bean. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a twisted. <laughs> metaphor. I mean, I thought she was just gonna fall asleep, but yeah, we'll, we'll go for either. This is a rebellion, <laughs> isn't it? I rebel. It was similar to that. Yeah, yeah. It was very, it was very bland, wasn't it? But, um, but going back to to the story. <laughs> Because yeah. that's where we were. Wow, we it's, got off track. We a went little bit well weird. off track, but it, um, yeah, it, it wasn't a great story. It wasn't a great story. Um, mm. It was very. I felt it quite rushed, and yet I felt the film really slow. The pace didn't really pick up until sort of I don't know forty-five minutes in. Do you know what I felt? I was like, oh, I've seen the prequel to uh, Endgame. Cool. Yeah. And that, that's literally what it feels like. It feels like it has just bridged the gap because at the end of it, we find out where she is for all this time. Yeah. We find out how um, Fury gets the pager. Yeah. We find out how she uh, helps the scrolls and how she threatens to wipe the Kree from existence, which we know she clearly doesn't fucking do because Ronan is still around for Guardians. Yeah. So we know that that doesn't work. Uh, we know that there are still Kree about. Mm-hmm. She's like, poof, gone. Are they just setting it up for a trilogy, though? Because that's what they've done with the rest of them. Do you know what I mean? You've got oh, three God. Iron Mans, you've got three Thors, oh, three Captain America. Please don't tell me we're going to have to sit through a movie of her on a planet with the scrolls being like, so, tic-tac-toe, anyone? Yeah. Do this impression. Yeah. Turn into this man. No, I... That would be fun, though. It's, 
yeah also okay also going back to the fact that their shape changes the woman uh the um her friend um the pilot the other one with the kid yeah 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 uh she's standing in the kitchen watching a scroll morph into her and play with her kid yeah and she's not freaked out she's like meh <laughs> i know that would terrify anyone. anyone any parent would freak out yeah whereas they're just standing there <laughs> she's like ah, what you gonna do the only explanation i have for that is that they they were kind of they wanted to be in the army and stuff didn't they they wanted to help fight and things like that so yeah but no i know but the whole aliens. idea is that you know it's supposed to empower women isn't it so it's but it's you've just seen an alien <laughs> turn into oh, you. I'm not saying I disagree. I'm it's just trying super to play weird. devil's advocate. Yeah. <laughs> and the cat. I mean, everyone keeps raving about the cat. Yeah, but everyone did it with that porg, didn't they? And it was yeah. like, eh. the best best thing about the porg was when he ate one. Yeah. <laughs> I just kept getting Umbrella Academy flashbacks. Yeah. Which is that um 6. It was number 6, Ben. Yeah. Yeah, and that was it. And I was like, okay, well, I've seen this before multiple times. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't hate the cat. Just, I didn't, well, can't I didn't love it. Yeah, but the, no, case, but like, cat. the cat, the cat <laughs> serves a purpose, doesn't it? Let's it was be a better actor than Jude Law. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, Jude Law did suck, did suck. I, I have some thoughts on on Ben Mendelsohn, and we'll we'll obviously we'll come to that in a bit. But oh, um, are you going to bring up the accent? Yeah, but <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. But um, but yeah, I I thought the cat was a necessary I can't even remember the cat's name Goose Goose yeah it was a stupid name <laughs> and they're, they're now pop figures that's the but they're now know. Goose the cat but it's now Ooh. but what is it is it a, a fle- Flender or I don't know I don't even know what species it I is I can't remember the name of it it begins with a fl probably but, but yeah it, it only serves a purpose into hiding the tesseract mm-hmm. that's literally the cat's only purpose it's a MacGuffin that's what it is. Yeah, pretty much. It's just a, oh, we need to hide the Tesseract for a bit. Put it in this cat. <laughs> yeah, but then I don't think that it's it's actually a... Um, that, that it was planned in that way. I oh, mean, it, it's a flurkin. A flurkin. <laughs> and it was a flur. Yeah. Um, a flurkin, yeah. But it's it, a flurkin bad idea to put it in the, the damn movie, that's for Yeah, sure. but then then the bit at the end... <laughs> Um, we'll, we'll get to the we'll get to the end bits in a bit. What I did love though was uh, was the soundtrack. I felt it was heavy-handed. Really? Yeah. Um, like, like obviously, Guardians wanted to be retro, um, but this one was like, oh, you know what will be good in the final uh, final fight? No doubt. It's like yeah, it just did not have the oomph that it no. needed. There are so many songs that they could have used. They could have used so many songs. But it's because it's female. I get knocked down. (laughs) Could you even imagine having Chumbawamba playing as they're doing it? The Americans would be like, what the hell is this? It's like... Legendary. Um, Yeah, tub thumping is great. I honestly think that would be better suited than No Doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Her voice just like... Gwen Stefani. It's just, oh, Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Nice. I'm gonna end it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Gwen, Gwen Stefani's voice just isn't isn't powerful enough. So if you're gonna go for something with woman power, then find something a bit more powerful. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, that... imagine if they played all of that girl whilst that fight was happening. I would prefer that. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. It's got to be the B A N A N A S song. That's in Hollaback. Is that Hollaback Girl? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> uh, see, I don't know. Uh, is it... 
you're not a true fan. You can just spell I'm, bananas, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I can spell bananas. And if people can't spell bananas... That song helps. That song definitely helps. Um, see, now I feel really, really bad that you guys hate Gwen Stefani. I don't hate I don't hate Gwen, Gwen Stefani. I love No Doubt, I just didn't feel like it fit there. The, yeah. the song, all. Yeah, the song definitely didn't fit that last action sequence. There could have mm. been something a lot more powerful. However, I do like the fact that it was all good... 90 songs mm. to fit in around no Spice Girls but you know yeah but Spice Girls mm, yeah, but <laughs> I'm joking I'm messing don't worry it wouldn't be that, that would help with the female empowerment would it I, I mean know. could you imagine Girl fighting power. to if you want to be my lover <laughs> that'd be quite you could do two you become know, one you know two become one yeah where she's fighting Yon Rog see I that's the bit we'll get to that in a minute let's play a quick song um, uh, and, and unfortunately it is um, it is no doubt Take this pink ribbon off my eyes I'm exposed and it's no big surprise Don't you think I know exactly where I stand This world is forcing me to hold your hand I'm just a girl, a little lonely We all don't let me out of your sight Oh, I'm 
Yeah, see, now that, that's such a strong song. Yeah, strong female empowerment. Yeah. Um, I, I don't feel very empowered <laughs> right now. No. Well, you should be. So, so, the, so the fight scene between Captain Marvel and Young Rock, right? Derp. It's literally like, come on, why don't you fight me like a man? And she's like, nah, nah, and just like kills him straight off the bat. Yeah. Well, she doesn't actually kill him, does she? Which, when you think that she smashes him with her powers... No struggle. Yeah. How does he not die when she's up in, and she's like up against the spaceship? She literally cuts through them spaceships like they're not even there mm. with her powers. Like batter. Is he like, he's not wearing a like super awesome suit. It's invincible to her powers. So mm. how has he not got a gaping hole in his fucking chest? Does it come back to the fact that she has depended on him for however long though and that she's... She held back maybe? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. It it just doesn't it doesn't make sense, and it was all it was all very. I'd love to have seen her go hand to hand with him. Yeah, personally. I felt like I was ready for that after the start. It set up at the start of the film that that was going to be. Yeah, when they were doing all the hand to hand combat. Yeah, yeah and it was kind of like a, a very. To me, right, again, we're running out of time now. Let's you know, yeah, it, chop fucking chop. A, it felt like there's some big scenes cut out of there, like a fight scene, because you don't set that up at the beginning and not have a payoff. It's just like in. Um, Oh, God, I'm calling back to a really old one. Broken Arrow? Yeah. They had a boxing match at the beginning, and they had a fight at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, come on. This is classic, like, this is kindergarten-level kiddie directing here. You allude to something, and then you have a payoff. It's simple, and they didn't do it. But to be fair, on the other hand, she's so damn powerful now, she'd probably punch a hole through his anything. Yeah. It so felt a little bit Star Wars y, you know, like, don't make me kill you. I'm just going to walk off and leave you burning. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And the bit where she's where she's in mm. the AI, just as she's kind of like, she, she finally realizes that, well, actually, it's my emotions that mean I can be all powerful. I'm just going to break this. And then that's it. And it's like, mm. right, it's taken you this long to realize. Like at the, at the start of the film, I went. She's going to pull that off. Yeah, mm. <laughs> like it was just obvious. It was like, it hey, just... this is this thing here. The audience knew about it, and she was just like, yeah, it's fine. I'm just going to keep it, even though I'm going against them. I'm just going to keep it on there. I mean, does she have separate memories from being uh, being found by Yon Rog and having his his blood in her? Because that no nobody ever actually talks about her her past. It's just, you're a Kree, you're a fighter, blah, 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 you've got these powers, rah, rah, rah. It's not like... Then also, like, you're a human. Yeah, but... Later. Yeah, but, but then it's like, oh, actually, no, you're from this this planet, and uh, what is it they call it, C-53? Yeah. Is that what they call it? I think so. Something like that. It's some designation or another. But yeah, yeah and then you've got the, the Avenger Initiative... Which could have easily been the Carol Initiative, um, yeah. <laughs> if she just didn't have a fighter pilot nickname, uh, that would have been awkward. Yeah, but at no point on any of the pictures within the film do you actually see Carol Avenger Danvers. Yeah. At no point in any of the other images do you see that, except for that last bit. I feel like as an audience, we could have done with that as well. So like, you could have had that. Oh. 
little moment. Yeah, before you get to the end, thing. Oh, mm. doesn't really have the same impact now. We didn't really have any like many of those moments throughout the whole film, so it might be nice to kind of scatter them across rather than just have it all at the end. I mean, it was nice to see a blockbuster. It's not derelict. Mm. Just saying, you know, from the nineties, I didn't buy that whole. Um, Colson shapeshifter type thingy and like when he finds them on the stairwell I'd, yeah it's I just didn't buy it because you could clearly see the shadow of someone on the stairs there's a lot of parts of the movie I just didn't buy or didn't really commit to and I feel I, like they spent too much time on the new Avengers and kind of just spat this out yeah as a, as a way of linking between Inf- uh, Infinity War and Endgame yeah because obviously we needed to be introduced to Captain Marvel but maybe it would have just been better to kind of have her come into the Avengers not yeah. know anything about her and then done her origin story afterwards yeah because it's actually quite nice because she's going to have to literally go over everything in Endgame right because they're not going to know who she is unless Nick Fury goes here have this I could have liked file. it to have actually just been alluded to you know now yeah. that I'm thinking about it like just having a uh, a random hero jump down uh, in the end game and then just be like oh, okay i'm gonna i'm gonna help you guys because half of the scrolls just dis- disappeared well hopefully she ups a little bit more uh emotional trail like what's it gonna be like 20 years yeah she would have been gone no 20 or 30 almost 30 years almost 30 she years looks good um, yeah i don't think she's aging <laughs> 30 years. I, I don't I think, think she's she can age. no she doesn't age does she she's, she's a god she um, is a so is Thor, and he looks older. Yeah, but that's because the actor's physically aged. <laughs> but yeah. he's supposed to be like a thousand or something, like because he was the original Thor, Norse yeah. god Thor. Um, I thought so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, it, no, you're right. It would have been nice to have had it just m- randomly put down, and then we expand on the backstory after we've gotten to enjoy the character when they've got time to yeah yeah because the 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 bit at the end of the film where she just walks in she's like where's fury and like that's it it's like Mm. surely they'd be like well who the fuck are you how'd you get in there and who the fuck are you yeah because it it, it's kind of and we were talking you know during no doubt that she can actually do everything the avengers can do just on her own like literally yeah she renders can... a lot of them useless. But then, but then in the in the trailer, and we'll get to Endgame. We can speculate all we like about Endgame in a bit. We'll but do some theory crafting. But we can do some, yeah, we we'll do some theory crafting. But if she can time travel, why why doesn't she just go back and just do it herself? I, d- I mm-hmm. don't understand. There's got to be a reason as to why. Maybe, and this is a theory. Um, Captain America can go back because he was actually physically present at those at the periods that they're jumping back. And if you've not been born at that period, you can't go back that far. Maybe. But it doesn't explain why War Machine is going and why Scott Lang is going. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But, you know, when, it, when all said and done, I mean... It was an, an average film, and mm-hmm. most people will probably disagree with us about Captain. I've seen people saying it's the best Marvel film ever. Were they I, women? I, I think no, they weren't. Yeah, no, they, they weren't. They were white knights instead. 
If you're not a whammon, then you're a white knight. If you like this film, no, that's a joke. Yeah, I think. Well, I think it was quite a good film, but it was not a good Marvel film. No, like, I enjoyed it. I sat in the cinema and I enjoyed it, but I I probably wouldn't watch it again. I I, I wouldn't watch it. I, I might watch it once more just to pick up on a few bits and pieces. Let's put it this way: if you sat down uh, with your family or friends or whatever, would you put this in or Wonder Woman? Neither. Mm, yeah, I'm, to, I'm kind I'll, of in that that bag. But if, if I had to, I'd put Wonder Woman in. See, I'm kind of in this film, and I'm not even. I don't like either, to be honest. No, I, I don't know why. Um, but this one seems to me. I felt like Wonder Woman dragged a little bit towards the end. Like yeah. it, it felt yeah, long. But it just had it had more more meat to the bones in terms of its story in terms of mm. what you can actually get from from that the payoff was uh, a hell of a lot better kind of than than captain marvel uh, i mean it's a good film it is a good film mm. and people should go and watch it because it is it is you know it's literally, a build up. It, yeah it's a it's a prelude to what is probably going to be the biggest cinematic event of the 21st century yeah. and, I, and I'm not saying that lightly either you know what was it something like 48 million views of a trailer in 12 hours oh my yeah. goodness I mean I mean I was definitely like seven of those views so. yeah. <laughs> yeah I think I was probably about five of those views because yeah. I had to watch it back a few times you got to there's a lot of information in that tiny yeah, trailer which, um, which, we'll, which we'll go through in a minute but if, we could, if we're going to score Captain Marvel and six if we're gonna, out of ten. Six out of ten? Straight away. <laughs> yeah. Are we, comp- uh, wait, are we scoring it as a film or as a Marvel film? Score it as a film and as a Marvel film. Okay, so as a film, I'd give it I'd give it a six out of ten. As a Marvel film, I'd give it a four out of ten. Ooh. I, I think... feel like it's 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 down at the bottom near kind of Dark World and stuff like that. <laughs> See, it was. It, I don't think it was that bad. No, no it wasn't that bad. Like, no. Dark World's a one, if yeah. that, so. I mean, I, as a film, I'd <laughs> give it a seven. Because I I found it enjoyable. Mm. I did find it enjoyable, if you know, bland and and average in parts. However, as a Marvel film, I'd probably give it a five and a half. For me, it was like I compared this a lot to Doctor Strange because they're both uh, introducing powerful heroes uh, into the Avengers, um, and. I didn't really particularly like Doc- Doctor Strange either, to be honest. I felt it was a another non-film. So I really enjoyed Doctor Strange. I, I enjoyed the visuals and I enjoyed learning about it. But after I watched it, I have no compunction to go back and watch it again. I watched it about seven times in one week. So. Wow. Okay, so <laughs> I, We differ on that one. But I would rate Doctor Strange as a seven. Uh, but for the for the few issues about like like the soundtrack where... Yeah, it was on point for most of it, but that end, end song was pretty atrocious uh, placed in where it was. Yeah. Um, and for the pretty lame acting uh, across the board, there was no standout person. There was no one to save it like a Chris Pratt, although everyone in Guardians did awesome, but you know what I yeah. mean. Uh, I think Benedict Cumberbatch, I think, did a really good job as Doctor Strange. Yeah. Benedict won it, Wong in that as well. He was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, he's amazing. They had really good chemistry together. Um, Must be a Benedict thing. <laughs> yeah, but at least Benedict yeah. Wong's name doesn't sound like a flipping fruit stealer. 
I just I felt like in Captain Marvel I didn't relate to the character and as a woman I felt I really should have done but you know she kind of she went back to her she was like right I've got these memories not once you know she she thinks about well she has one memory about her dad walking away from her and shouting at her but she, she didn't think oh you know where are my parents where did I come from do mm. I have any family it's just oh here is this friend that I've been told that I had but and, and, and apparently me. she was my family and we did everything together and yeah but then you know but like, I I yeah. don't know anyone that would just go you know back and go oh well this is my friend and they're telling me this so yeah. C- considering that she's just found out that everything that she's been taught recently is a, is a lie you think she'd question it more and actually want to find out more about her rather than oh this person's told me this so I'm going to believe them because they have a kid so and that's where it right. felt rushed and here's as a, a mm. yeah as a, a a means to an end and here's another thing this isn't the first time we've had a memory loss character in Marvel uh, Sebastian Stan plays Winter Soldier yeah and he's got pretty much similar issues he's been uh, lied to most of the time he's been active uh, and has issues like in terms of getting his memories back and I think it just stands in stark contrast that you can put his portrayal of a really seriously messed up individual that's had to do some morally dark things which we can assume Captain Marvel has also done but the the way that they portray their characters is completely polar opposite yeah and i much enjoy uh, win, um, i much prefer winter soldier over captain marvel as a hero now yeah. i i even do though... hope he doesn't even have his own film <laughs> no no well technically captain america winter soldier yeah but it's not yeah. all about no no it, it would be nice if in endgame the captain marvel is a bit less plasticky i want to be a bit more human and a bit more human yeah. Well, that's the thing, you know, even Thor, he's a god. His brother is, is the god of mischief, mm. but he still cares about him and he still wants him to be right and he still wants him to be alive and things like that. He tries to save him. So why wouldn't Captain Marvel have that same idea about it? Do you is know what that, I mean? Then could that be the Kree blood and could that be the way that which she was uh, trained? But the Kree still care about each other, though. You know, they're like, oh... <laughs> Is this person still okay? Make sure you. Well, no. Well, no. They, they care about Cree, don't they? They they don't really. It's for the, for the good of Cree or whatever it is that they yeah, say. Yeah, I guess. Maybe she's just sick of fighting and wants to end it. <laughs> Maybe. <Why> so, <laughs> so, uh, yep. Captain Marvel, uh, a solid meh film, meh, um, yeah. but it's more it's more tease up for Endgame, which um, is literally upon us now. We have a month until Endgame is released mm. which um, it's going to be good. Is, it, it, it is going to be good at three hours long. It's going to be the longest Marvel mm. film that they've produced. I'm glad about that though because it, it needs it. it needs you know, the whole world has literally yeah. been waiting for this moment. I mean, so. I've last what it's going to be almost 11 years <laughs> since the first since the first yeah. sort of Marvel when Iron Man come out like 11 years ago a lot of people have kind of grown up with these Marvel films every other year or every year, and the trailer this time round is very is is less dark but still dark. If that makes any sense, the first mm. one we saw was Tony Stark um, trapped in space, talking into his helmet, saying how much he loved Pepper and that he was sorry, but he wasn't going to be coming home anymore. Um, it reminded me very much of Bruce Willis from Armageddon. Um, in mm. that sense, that it's like, oh, sorry, Gracie, uh, not going to be coming home, blah blah blah. Yes. it was kind of, yeah, kind of like that. that. Um, and then you had the the second trailer which came out, which was a sort of 
teaser. A teaser. Well, there's a, there's really? a lot of a montage of all the other kind of things that we've already seen, yeah. which stressed me out a little bit, but then it did <laughs> add some extra stuff. So. Yeah, and then this trailer, the final trailer before the actual cinematic release, and it basically focuses on whatever it takes. So theories. Captain well, America joins the First Order because he's wearing Stormtrooper armor. <laughs> no, look, now... now Disney! Now, let, let's get it. Those suits are the Quantum Realm suits that yes. are very similar to what Hank Pym wears in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp to go back and save... His wife. His wife. So we can assume that they are going to enter the Quantum Realm using Ant-Man's... Um, Designs. Designs uh, and suits... Whether or not Hank Pym has any hand in this, we don't know. But all we know is that, uh, and it's kind of a bit of a shit one as well, is that you see Tony Stark wearing it as well. So clearly... He's back. He's back, and he gets... He's he's saved. But also, not just him, you've got Nebula, so she obviously survives, Mm -hmm. and they obviously find their way off of Titan somehow. Um, You've got... uh, You've got... Uh, ant-man you've got captain america you've got black widow more importantly you've got uh, hawkeye in ronin. his full ronin gear yeah uh, for those people that don't know much about the comics ronin is hawkeye's dark uh, persona dark persona and it kind of it doesn't really say it but you can kind of in the trailer you can kind of see why he's gone all ronin yeah. and i mean it's fucking awesome that he's turned into that he's gone ronin yeah like it, in the full it, garb it's clearly obvious that you know he's training his, his. It shows him training his daughter, and either that's his only remaining daughter, and the rest of his family have disappeared, yeah. or that's just before um, the, the snap. The snap, and he loses everyone. I, yeah. just, I just feel like we haven't seen him for a while. I kind of forgot that he existed as well. Yeah, it's it's briefly mentioned in uh, in no, not even Infinity Wars. He's not even alluded to in Infinity Wars. He's. I think there's. No, no, they they make do a mention. Comment saying yeah, they that, do say they say where is he? And he's like, oh, he's busy. Uh, yeah, because they took. He a wanted deal. to sit this one out. Yeah, because he, yeah, him and Ant Man, they weren't in, they weren't in it. Yeah, but it's yeah. explained why Ant Man's not in it, though, isn't he? He's, he's in the Stuck, quantum realm. Yeah, yeah which Ant Man and, and the Wasp covers. Um, but then you've got Scott Lang standing outside his house with all the missing, well, not his house, but his daughter's house with all the missing posters. Mm. It's very. It is very dark. Yes. Do you know what it reminds me of? Um, the bit where Scarlett Johansson, who is now a redhead, by the way, back who's gone the... back to being redhead, which is Good, great. because she looked like an old woman. Um, <laughs> it reminded me very much of, of, of John Wick, because you have uh, you have Hawkeye in full Ronin, you've got, and it's very, very dark. It's very... It's rainy. Yeah, it's, it's very it's very John Wick-like. Yeah, it's very depressing. Um, I think that's the thing they're going for. However, I and okay, this is my theory that I've sort of been thinking about. Somehow they will be traveling to all different ways and places and things like that using whatever it be, whether it's Captain Marvel's time travel abilities, whether it's quantum realm and stuff. I think they'll be sharing or spreading their powers as much as possible because there was a uh, Gwyneth Paltrow uh, uh the genius that she is took a selfie of her wearing a new purple Iron Man suit. Brilliant. Uh, which is uh, in the comics. I think she's uh, labelled as Rescue or something similar like that. It's um, a crap name. <laughs> yeah, it's a purely defensive 
Iron Man suit, no blasters, no nothing. It's yeah. like just meant to uh, save people. And I honestly think that somehow she will. Some people have been saying, "Oh, she's the one to rescue Tony." Um, yeah, but he is miles away. Yeah, like you can't just hop on a flipping spaceship. Yeah, but you have no idea what the suit's capable of. No, this but, is true. Uh, and other people, well, myself included, think that Tony will be going back to when he first creates the suits and starts to share with people that he's uh, that he trusts. So, like, gives um, uh, Rhodey his suit earlier so he can, like, learn yeah. uh, and, like, warns him about spinal injuries and things like that and uh, gives Pepper a, her defensive one. Uh, and stuff like that uh and yeah maybe we get thor saving loki uh just before and stuff like that so they've got a bigger avengers force to take on thanos at the end but we don't know um yeah i mean it the one thing that marvel do great is that they leave it open to interpretation mm. and then yeah. deliver something completely different yeah because everybody uh, us included yeah. thought that captain marvel would be in the quantum realm Yep. and that she would be with Scott Lang somehow and it would tee up but she turns would get out, Scott Lang back yeah yeah but turns out she doesn't and she's off somewhere and she gets a pager she gets a pager which <laughs> is obviously transdimensional obviously super weird concept yeah her, her yeah. powers make it work yeah yeah, yeah the um the the only other thing that you can speculate about as well is the fact that um what the name Captain America who is Chris Steve Evans. Rogers. Chris Evans. Steve Rogers. Um, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr.'s contracts are up. Yeah. So. Not just them, though. And who else is it? Some people have said that uh, somehow um, Captain America will choose to stay in the past with Peggy. Yeah, because she's obviously she's obviously dead. So finally can... get that last dance. Yeah. Ugh, I hope not. But then... <laughs> you don't like happy endings? But then that kind of makes <laughs> no. everything... That no. kind of makes everything... Cheesy. Uh, well, no, it just makes it... You're just messing with the timeline, then. Yeah. You know, you the amount of continuity errors with that. There's going to be some messing with the timeline. Well, yeah. The fact that they go, they use the quantum realm to go back, I think, is cool. That's a really good way. It would be easier just to use Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, but then they wouldn't get to wear the cool suits. Imagine if it's just them going back to help themselves at the battle. So we just get double Captain Americas, double war machines and things like that. Yeah, but I don't I, I don't see I can't I, I don't know cuz that that still wouldn't work though, would all it? All they need I to can... do all they need to do is just go back and stick a gag on fucking uh Star-Lord, pin him back. Yeah, I'm still so frustrated about it. Like, every just... time I watch it, I'm like, "What are you doing? You are so close." And literally just <laughs> let them take take it off. When you see those fingertips out of the gauntlet and you're like, "No." Yeah. No. <laughs> but then but then, you know, you then have to we haven't spoken about Doctor Strange. Now he only saw one way of winning. Isn't it also like I just want to call this back to to um Infinity War. Isn't it so ironic that Captain America was lecturing um uh Iron Man not to be emotional and like uh attack yeah. Bucky. And then we've got the same speech coming from Iron Man to Star-Lord to not be emotional and mess the plan up. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, oh, irony. It's, yeah, the irony of it, yeah. Um, Love it. But yeah, the there's so much that we can take from that small two-minute mm. trailer. But when you actually break it down, the first minute ten is basically 
montages of previous films. Yeah, what it's, we already know. Yeah, what we already know. But I think suddenly, it's quite good to remind an audience about it so that you don't have to go back and watch every single film before you re- like we watch the new mm. one. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people will do it, and I think that's probably a, a good thing. Me but, included. Yeah. You know, I I would oh. like to see I would like to see them all all the originals, plus Nebula and. Um, the woman from Black Panther. <laughs> I'd like to see Quicksilver back, actually. Mm, yeah, um, that'd be quite good, wouldn't because it? Because he died, like, super crap. And he's the only Avenger to properly die. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even a fully-fledged Avenger at that time, either. No, he was just... It was just there. Helping. But I, I, would, I would love to see... Um, I'd love to see them all go up against Thanos mm. with Captain Marvel doing her thing. Because she, she could literally take him down. Thor could. Thor did. He just messed it up. He just missed Idiot. the heart. Yeah, but I hope it's not just all dependent on Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel, though, because he may as well just have another Captain Marvel film. Yeah, yeah. that's the one thing I hope that the, it's the Russos, isn't it? Yeah, they yeah. handle both of the. I Infinity. really hope that they don't like, Wars. like you said, Jazz. I, I really hope they don't just put all their eggs in Captain Marvel's basket because that would be dog shit. As much as we're all like, yeah, Captain Marvel. It's nice for it to actually be a team effort mm. to defeat Thanos. That's yeah. the point of the Avengers. Yeah. Otherwise, the we Avengers, just watch all it should separately. finish with the Avengers. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yes, although Captain Marvel is the the, the next head. leader of the Avengers yeah. as such, it would be good for it to actually maybe come from someone like Iron Man or Captain America to do the last the last job yes. as such to finish it off. That I'd quite like to see it be Thor actually because he's gone through so much. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure if he's coming back for another movie. You know, I don't think he is either. I think he's hanging up his. Uh, he's hanging up his hammer. Axe now. Axe now. Yeah, hanging up his axe. Was it? It's or, an axe hammer combo. Although there is a there is a Loki TV show coming to Netflix with yes. Tim Tom Hiddleston. That's yeah. going to be. That's either going to be Let's really hope Netflix good. Netflix doesn't cancel this one. Oh, oh, can we just go back quickly to his axe and how cute it was that Groot gave up his arm for it? Like, yeah, yeah that was. Pretty, I loved that. that I loved Groot cool. in that film. It's it just hilarious. And then that subtitle. Does everyone know the subtitle with the final "I am Groot" mm. saying "Daddy" to uh, to Rocket? Oh, really? Yeah, he's saying like "Dad," like to Rocket. Oh, nice. It's like a, a hidden script bit that you oh. can find. It's uh, it's more heartbreaking than Peter Parker. Oh. Dear, yep. Peter Parker. Damn. Well, that still gets me, you know. Yeah, man. That that yeah, that bit with uh, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. Yeah. And the begging. I Ugh. didn't like how yeah. how lengthy that was because everyone else kind of just disappeared all of a sudden well, and he was like, "Oh, I'm going to struggle for ages." It and... wasn't scripted, but the camera kept rolling and so they just filmed it and they were like, "That's too good to not keep in." So that's the only reason. I do why. love Tom Holland, though. He is yeah. the He's, best Spider-Man there has ever uh, been. Fantastic! He I can't wait from far from home. That looks sick. Doesn't that look great? But the only downside is that is is that set after yes. Infinity after Endgame. Tom, he 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 did it again and spoiled it and said, "Yeah, it's after the Infinity Wars." He didn't have Benedict Cumberbatch to babysit no, him this time, exactly. though, did he? Shocking. Anyway, so that brings us to the end of the show. Another hour up. So tell us what you think about uh, Captain Marvel. Was what? Where would you rank it in your uh, your favourite Marvel films? Mm. Where? What do you think about theories for Endgame? We are literally now on the cusp of it being released. Uh, pre-orders uh, are going through the roof for tickets where they're being released. It's absolutely mental. I, for one, will 
uh, be there with bells and uh, or whistles because uh, I will absolutely be going to watch that and there is not a chance in hell that I would miss it. Mm. Um, so Waited too long for it. Yes, oh, <laughs> without a doubt. So, so yeah, so let us know what you think. Um, also follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. We will be running in some competitions over the course of this year because we will be doing Cambridge Comic Con and we're also doing Feel the Force Day. Uh, very, very short plugs for them this time around. But please, please, please go and buy tickets for both cons because they are going to be absolutely amazing. Um, and that's it. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, and we shall Thanks see you all, all next week. Have a good one. There is one more thing. It's been emotional. Mm-hmm.